This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. It's a fresh new week on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Holly Roberts. It is. It is. Bradley Trainer is off, uh, still uh, cruising around the ocean, uh, having a wonderful time, no doubt. I did hear from him. Um, and he just sent me a picture of the boat. So. He's happy, and that's all that matters. Yay! Uh, but that's not why we called. That's not why we showed up here today to talk about Bradley's fabulous vacation. We'll allow him to do that next week. Holly, you and I both watched the Emmys telecast last night, or at least a lot of it. Yeah. I went to bed at 9.30. We watched a lot of the Emmys last yes. night. Yay! Award shows! Now, I would imagine if you're listening to my talk 107.1, you are aware that the Emmys were on last night because you probably either watched them or have heard the other shows talk about them. But I'll be really honest, Holly. If I didn't have this job, I would not have known that they were on. Same. That Same. is the God's honest truth. Yeah, if I wasn't following entertainment news so closely, because it's just kind of what we do, mm-hmm. I had to be reminded on Friday. But mm-hmm. somebody somewhere alerted us about something regarding the Emmys and was, you know, sharing some information that was like, oh, I think that you might want this. And I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, I had not put it on my calendar. It was not on my calendar. I did not have the sit on your couch and rot in front of the Emmys on my calendar like I usually do. Yeah. So, if you missed it, that's fine. We watched it for you. We have some general impressions of the telecast. Holly, your thoughts. Thoughts, general thoughts. At first, I like the way that they filmed the Emmy. So, if we're going to talk about an actual critique of the show, I liked that they were doing kind of the Golden Globes thing where they were sitting at tables. Yep. They had some they had some food or at least they had water bottles on it the table. It was a smaller room. It was a smaller room because usually the Emmys are a show like the Grammys or the Oscars mm-hmm. where they're in a big auditorium. Right. But this year you're know, still being mindful. FYI, we're still in a pandemic. But they were mindful of the fact that, hey, you know what, we're going to keep it down to the people who are essential, the people who are nominated, and maybe they're plus ones, and that's about it. Right. Right. And and remember, similar to other award shows, when they were able to gather in certain ways, it wasn't just uh, the United States of America in that room. They also had a feed to other countries like the UK, where there's a lot of TV shows that come out of the UK, a lot of actors in TV shows who are in the UK. Um, Olivia Coleman accepted from another place uh, the, remotely yeah. in the UK, meaning they were gathering in another room there. There were Emmys on tables. You know, it was we were we were being real uh, international 
last night yeah, at the was, Emmys. Yeah, it was good because The Crown won the yep. most Emmys out of any show. And so all those people were hanging out in London last yep. night, which is a holdover from the pandemic Emmys that we had last year, exactly. which was completely remote. Right. And I kind of hear for it, the reimagining of award show, because this is a conversation that we've been happen- having for years. Oh, yes. What do award shows mean to us in a contemporary fashion? And how are we going to make those a telecast that's actually entertaining to watch? Because an award show is its own form of entertainment. Right. And, you know, the old school way of doing things doesn't necessarily translate to the way that we live now. Well, and if that's not just like a conversation that's happening in all circles right now, right? Like things are possible in ways that we didn't allow ourselves to imagine in the past because we didn't have to. We were pushed to imagine different things because the pandemic limited us in our ability to be places. And so it actually is kind of amazing because, for example, now, Not maybe to the volume that we experienced last night where we really would not have been able to have a lot of the people in the room. But it is a huge letdown when you are watching an award show and it gets to some big, awesome celebrity and they're like, that person couldn't be here tonight. Well, kind of like at the Oscars this last year where it's like, oh, Anthony Hopkins is not here. Yes, exactly. And you're like, great. And they're not here. Now, the other thing to remember is that like the that all award shows are. Uh, I'm going to say this. It's going to offend people. I don't care. Awards are imaginary. Awards are dreamed up by the people who want to honor their peers. Yeah. Right. And that's not to say that people shouldn't be honored by winning awards. But it's an important thing to remember that the the presentation of awards is a reflection of a very specific thing. Right. Right. Well, and, and let's just narrow it down to award shows in Hollywood mm-hmm. for the sake of this conversation mm-hmm. that award shows are put on display for us to consume, signaling, Hollywood signaling, sending out the big bat signal to the world on how they want to be perceived. What are the things that Hollywood is valuing in 2021? And right. how are we honoring that? What do we? What are the optics that we want to send as a television community at large out to the wider world about what we're doing here in this town and how we're resonating and what messages we want to send. And that's what's really interesting about it. And that's uh, kind of the first thing you want to take away when you're watching like the big idea takeaway yes. when you're watching any Hollywood award show is, oh, this is informative. This actually gave us a reflection of what's important in Hollywood right now, yeah. which is why you see certain shows take so many awards, right? Because they're being honored for this awesome, you know, display of what Hollywood values about themselves in this moment. Mm-hmm. It is very weird. It is very meta, but it is it is what we're dealing with on a on a on a show by show basis. Yeah. Yeah. And you you can again there's so many layers. The word shows right. are like an onion. Right. But there is, there's the entertainment factor. Like the telecast is an actual performance in and of itself. Yes. Then there are the awards that are given out where Hollywood is honoring their own. And by doing that within the context of an award show, then they get to display, hey, world, this is what we're about. And these are the kinds of things that we want to champion as a storytelling community. Right. Now, on the level of the people, us boobs, who are sitting at home with our feet up, drinking, you know, kombucha out of a wine glass. Sorry, that's what I was doing. Fancy. And watching, I watch, I drink everything out of a wine glass. It makes you feel very fancy. Life hack. I often am not drinking wine out of a wine glass. It literally is usually like LaCroix or kombucha or like an Arnie Palmer. Anywho, that's my hot tip for you. Have a nice day. Okay, so I'm sitting at home 
with my feet up on the couch watching the Emmys. Holly, I don't you were at uh, you were at your sister's house watching the Emmys yeah, with I your was, feet up on I something. I was at my parents' house. Oh, you were I was your parents. hanging out with the folks. Okay. So there you were watching. Yeah. And so we're having our own experience at home in our sweatpants while all these people are dressed to the nines. And I this I just I'll share what our experience was at Shay Lindstrom. See, I try to make our house sound fancy too. My husband and I were like, oh my gosh. This is like a tour through our pandemic viewing Uh, because, for example, uh, I May Destroy You took away uh, a few awards from HBO Max, Michaela Cole. You guys, such a great show. Best show of 2020. I I would not even disagree with that. It is so good. I swear to you, I feel like we watched that two years ago. That's how long this last year has been. It's been over a year. It has, it, well, I suppose, but like it really felt like you feel the passage of time, right? So uh, I'm trying to think of what other, there were other shows where we were like, whoa, oh my gosh, that was in this last sort of Emmy season. Yeah, well, Colleen, you can't have those empathetic feelings with the crown now, can you? You know what? That's really rude. I will say, <laughs> you're gonna watch it. We did you're have this moment, it. and my husband was like, "I really feel like we should probably watch that show." And I was like, "Don't bring that up on my show. It doesn't go well." <laughs> but, one, yes, he's right. I know you should watch The Crown. I know. At the same time, respect to you that you're living on the Colleen Lindstrom timeline. Thank you. But it is, you know, it is true because the way that the award seasons roll out, you know, mm-hmm. there's a cutoff where it's like the hot shows of the summer. Are of 2021, right? Are not going to be honored until 2022. Correct. Specifically, you could see that when Jennifer Coolidge was presenting an Emmy last night, her performance in one of the hot shows of the summer, The White Lotus, mm-hmm. was universally praised. But she's not nominated for no. an Emmy this year. No, so, but she's hot, which is why she was. I mean, she's hot anyway. We love Jennifer Coolidge, but she's hot right now yes. because of The White Lotus, and so she was playing. Like she was, she, that's why she was there on the stage. Well, that's why she was there on the stage and and the reception that she received. Because again, there's an understanding in the community of Hollywood. It's like, we see your performance. We can't honor you yet, but Jennifer Coolidge, stay tuned 2022. More than likely, you're probably going to at least be nominated for a performance in the White Lotus. So it's that malleable time. And let's, you know, time is imaginary. The past year and a half. What even is time? What is what even is time? The past year and a half has been a little stressful. Oofta, you can say that three times on Sunday. You know, thinking about what happened in the past year specifically, you know, I was watching another television show this weekend. Mm-hmm. I've been watching the docuseries essay, what have you, film series by Spike Lee that talks about New York City in the past 20 years. And there were things that he was talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that happened this year. Yeah. Where am I? Right. I am floating in this region of time and space <laughs> that I am not tethered to. And things like the Emmys are supposed to tether us to specific right. points in Which, time. And that's the thing that was sort of like, I, I don't like to use this word when it's not actual. Um, I don't like to use the word trauma or traumatic when it's not actually trauma or traumatic. But I will say what we've been through in the last year and a half, two years in our country, in the world is a global traumatic experience. And so it was like a reminder of that when I we were looking at some of the honored TV shows and going, oh gosh, we watched that when we were on uh, quarantine, like on lockdown or whatever you want to call it, early on in the pandemic. And when you're marking the passage of time in that way, 
it is sort of like a reminder of that, of what we haven't maybe processed culturally. And that was what was interesting about it. It was like a tour through our pandemic TV viewing. And we started to try to put together a timeline, right? Like Tiger King, not on the list last night uh, at the Emmys, but that was one of the first things that we were all sort of globally watching at the beginning of our time in COVID. But even in the time in COVID, Tiger King would have been honored last last year. year. Exactly. Right. So, and that it, it just it messes with the space time continuum in such a weird way. So that was sort of what we were processing while watching the Emmys last night. And also recognizing that again, to your earlier point, we're still seeing the, um, the, how the pandemic is affecting our, the way they produce the Emmys. Yeah. I'm, we are I, still yeah. privy to that because it is still existing. Yeah. And totally here for the evolution of the award show. Because it wasn't really working pre-pandemic anymore. Yes. And we just kept on talking about how these award shows weren't necessarily working. So glad that Hollywood is trying to get in the kitchen and rearrange some things and say, hey, you know what? How are we speaking to the moment? Which is what award shows kind of do. Right. So... I'm glad yeah. that they tried some a, a few different things. I agree, night. and I also appreciate the fact that again, like Hollywood, like every other area of life right now, we are making conscious decisions about what we want to keep from this moment and what we can let go of from the old moments. And some of it is being pushed by necessity, but I'm here for it, and I'm here for the conversation. And so the telecast last night. For what it was, I give high marks. It was a show. It happened. Good job, TV. Awards were given out. You're doing great. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood with the one and only Elizabeth Reese after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello, friends. Happy Monday. And happy Monday to you as well. As yes. we uh, look back at the Emmys, which occurred last night, the crown was the big winner, bringing home seven wins, the most of any show. We really got to watch that show. Oh, my gosh. Colleen <laughs> Lindstrom, I'm offended. I know. <laughs> it's so good. You'll get around to it someday. I know, someday. It's kind of nice, though. You know, I didn't watch, like... um I never, it took me a really long time to watch Friday Night Lights, took me a really long time to watch Parenthood, and when when you still have those shows, like, I'm kind of jealous of you, that you get to experience The Crown, and I've already experienced it. Thank you. So that's nice. Thank you. That was such a positive thing. Usually my co-host... Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And our producer, Holly, uh, just, you know, roll their eyes at me. But, Berate you. But thank you for yeah, because making rolling, that so lovely. Rolling eyes is just easier. Well, right. Yeah, also, the public shaming is that yeah. seems to work. And you know what? You never know how many days you have on this earth, Colleen. It's so true. You might as well. Like, at some so point, true. you are going to be uh, taking your last breath, mm-hmm. thinking, I should have watched more television. Yeah, good news, though. I, ha- I, my personal belief system allows for the crown in heaven. So for sure. Mm-hmm. Where would heaven be without streaming? True. I mean, 5G can get anywhere, including Mm -hmm. heaven. Uh, The success of The Crown helped push Netflix to the highest tally of all the various networks and the streaming services. It took home 10 trophies. uh, The Queen's Gambit collected two awards and then Halston earned one award. Honestly, Netflix is whoever dreamed up Netflix. Yeah, I know. Right. That is genius. Genius. Mm -hmm. Genius. Because truly, they dominate everything. I know. And it, back with, back in the day, you had to like send your DVDs. Yes. In. It was unbelievable. I know. Yeah. So um, HBO and HBO Max took home nine awards. And then Apple TV Plus, which is funny because now we're just breaking it down by service, earned four awards for Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Um, and then CBS got two for RuPaul's Drag Race and uh, the Stephen Colbert election special. Yeah. NBC and Disney scored one award each. It's fascinating because it definitely, the way that the Emmys are handed out speaks to the way that we watch TV now. Mm-hmm. Not nary a network mm. television program yeah. mentioned It's so true. All. That being it's said, so you know, I think for a lot of network stuff, like we're watching it for live events. That's yeah. true. Like that's where we're going for live stuff. That's where you're going for like, football and the olympics and like all and the that emmy kind awards of stuff. yeah <laughs> and the emmy awards and you know what's interesting too is that that's sort of i think the price you have to pay for using the public airwaves because you have to remember networks are they have to adhere to certain guidelines that right. streaming services don't have to like right you can't just show nudity and swearing right you also have to on network television you have to manage like a time schedule much mm-hmm. differently than streaming services can. Like you can t- one episode of Ted Lasso can be 53 minutes. Another right. one can be an hour and six. No, there's a freedom in how you are able to tell the story um, and how you're able to use, you know, the, the, the writing yeah. and it, it, that you don't have on network TV. And I might argue that then what you're looking at with streaming services is you're looking at viewing as much more of like almost movie esque than right. Cause look at like how much movie theaters are hurting, you know, mm-hmm. right. It's like the, the streaming service is sort of like the movie theater outing of days gone by. Yeah. Well, what's interesting too, it's like we're kind of coming full circle in the history of television because TV was really fueled by live sports. Yeah. And TV technology has always been fueled by how well can I see the tight end mm-hmm. on my football screen? Oh, so yes, like, y'all. I've been looking yeah. to try, try to see that tight end on my screen. Oh, girl. Yeah. So network television kind of getting back to its roots because that's, yeah. you know, it was all that kind of stuff in I the know. beginning really fueling it. I mean, everyone wanted to watch 
bowling on the Dumont network, right? Yeah. And isn't it funny that you say that? Because when you look at almost like radio is almost going back to its roots, too, of like storytelling, right? Conversation. And obviously, you know, there was music at the beginning, too. But look at what podcasts are offering, Mm -hmm. which is essentially like a radio play or a story. It's that's that's interesting, guys. We should be very much professors in this realm. Right. At some sort Agreed. of high-ranking, yes. high-paying institution. Thank you for adding, tacking With that on there. pension. Thank you, Elizabeth Ruth. Mic drop. A couple more Emmys notes for you. This is kind of fun. Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen designed Elizabeth Olsen's gown. Oh, that's kind of awesome. It was very nice. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's surprising at all, but it's just very... Wonderful. And then Mandy Moore wins my MVP award for uh, the Emmys because she brought her breast pump to the Emmys. And man, I just say, you gotta, that's like you my gotta life, do man. it. I don't leave home without a breast <laughs> right. pump. I constantly have one. I'm like counting down the days until I'm done. I have a love hate with it, you know? Sure. Like, love it. But Does I'm yours also talk to you? No. Oh, mine did. What? Mine talked to me. Did it talk like this? No, yeah. <laughs> it said, keep going. No, it, like, there, there's like a specific sort of whir. And I swear to you, everybody's has a little bit of a different sound. <laughs> and mine would say, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You can do it. Keep you going. Can keep do it. going. Exactly. I was hoping that it was going to talk to you in a Brooklyn accent. That would have yeah. been nice. I would have preferred that. But no, I have very, very specific memories of hearing the word of that. Keep going. Oh, keep going. So well, I watched Mad Men. Yeah. You know? It is. Yeah. You always remember the shows yep. that oh, you're watching. Trust. And in the middle of the night, on network te- or on television, on cable... Honestly, you you are stuck between watching Nancy Grace mm-hmm. or the Girls Gone Wild infomercial. Yeah, and you got to like, figure out some other stuff. It's rough, man. Pro it's hard tip out there. for people who are expecting, put a television in your nursery. Yes. You, I, you don't want to do it, but you will be happier if you do happy, it. You'll be and then you take it out. Then you can yeah. move it, and it yeah. doesn't have to be it's giant. Good. But it, it's really wonderful. Speaking of pregnancies, Ashley Graham is pregnant, and she revealed that she's having twin <gasps> boys. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Twins are fun. I know. So she's going to be a twin mama just like you Colleen. Oh, welcome to the club. I know though. It's just really sweet. So That's she's so cool. excited and shared a fun little um, video of herself at the ultrasound oh, finding out that. that it's twins and that they're having um, that they're having two boys and they already have one boy. Did they did she punch the ultrasound tech like I did? Because <laughs> that's a true story. That is a real, that's a lot of news to take in. Yeah, it is. Trust. Um, oh, thank you for that dirt alert, Elizabeth Reese. That was a fun little ending to it, too. Love spending time with you. You as well. Have yes. a great day. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some mysteries in the form of blind items with our friend Donna Valentine in a segment we call Blinded by the Item after this. Oh, we got a party in here right now. You got an air horn available to you. Oh, I know. I forgot about that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Oh, wait. I got it. We got it. We got it. I I really anticipated that. Um, Um, No, it's okay. There it is. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. On my talk 1071, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Uh, Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Bradley Trainer is not. He's on a cruise. And it takes two people to fill in his place. Mm-hmm. Donna and Steve from the Donna and Steve Experience. I like that name I better like that too. than what the show. Doing? What are we doing? I, I don't know what you guys are doing. Okay. But I know what we're name. doing. We're doing a little blind items in a little segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. 
Hot celebrity yes. gossip mysteries to solve by the new prog rock band, the Donna and Steve Experience. <laughs> yes. yes. Steve, is this your first experience doing blind items? I think so. Like officially playing, I think so. I okay, think. like, do you unofficially play in your car or uh, something? Yeah, yeah. I listen to you guys when I'm coming in uh, from the old Big uh, fan. home studio. Yeah, I love it. You guys do. And, uh, but I don't think that that means I will do well. No, it, it doesn't this. actually mean that. Great. That's a fact. But old D-Bone, yeah. he's ready to go. <laughs> I'm stretching. He's doing weird sumo squat situations uh, that we can all do without. All right. <laughs> Holly, what do you got? We'll solve this one. It's all semantics. Is there a separate sex tape starring the illiterate A-list reality mm. star? No. Are there several more hours of footage that could have been in the first one, but were not? <gasps> yes. Oh. It Whoa. consisted of the really, really graphic stuff. Mm. It probably could have been used since uh, so many people fell asleep watching the first one. Oh. Oh, that's okay, funny. So, so we know who this is, yeah. of course. Uh-huh. I want Steve to say it. This is, yeah, this is Kim Kardashian. Yes! yes! And I, let me just say this. As a proud father of four, which do the math on how those came to be. <laughs> the stork. Hours? <laughs> right? Like, just footage? even thinking about it is exhausting. Oh, my word. Like minutes would be stressing There's people. no way. <laughs> That's, is this fake? There can't be that. Like, I right? feel like something had to have fallen off at some point. <laughs> something needed to be reattached. Yeah, maybe they were like surgical mesh. Playing, oh, oh. Wow. Oh boy, things I did not think we'd hear in this segment. <laughs> Surgical <right>. mesh. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it is. I yeah, don't like it. So filling in the yeah. blank: Is there a separate sex tape starring Kim Kardashian? No. Are there several more hours of footage that could have been the several. first one? Yes, but mm. and all that footage consisted of the really, really graphic stuff. Now I have not watched the Kim Kardashian sex tape mm-hmm. i haven't seen it so haven't seen it so don't really know but apparently according to nt lawyer it's a bit of a snooze donna's watched it oh, okay. i've seen parts <laughs> of it parts of- is I mean, it boring it's yeah kind of i don't know there's nothing is, really going is, on i mean oh no i'm not gonna say it i'm not gonna say it i mean, I, I bet the there, extra for some footage people watching is, other people have it. sex is not fun anyway and it's super yes. dark you know. and grainy yeah, you know, it's not like the Pamela Anderson one. Yes, it's like you could tell there was like a camera probably in a teddy bear somewhere, somewhere. on a shelf. Don't you know? make it a teddy bear, <laughs> right? Leave him out of this. Yeah, uh, Let, let's, do do this. let's do another. Let's do another one. Another celebrity gossip mystery for Donna and Steve and Colleen to solve. Here we go. Most celebrity back documentaries about their own lives are very boring. Apparently, though. The permanent A-list, A-literate singer is telling everything. I mean everything. Oh. And it should be glorious. Ooh. Permanent A-list, A-literate, which means okay. their first and last name starts with the same letter. Yep. Yes. Okay. okay. Do we know about this bio pick? Oh, I got it. Thing? Oh, I got it. You do? Mm-hmm. Who do you got? Janet Jackson. Ding for Don. Oh, oh, JJ! Touchdown! Okay, Good wrong job. Take it. Wow. <laughs> Neat. Wow.
Okie dokie. Yeah, so most celebrity-backed documentaries about their own lives are very boring, but apparently Janet Jackson is going to tell everything in her new docu-series that's going to be on either A&E or Lifetime this winter. Mm. And NT Lawyer says everything, and it should be amazing. Okay, so everything. Now, there's a lot of directions I could go with Mm -hmm. everything when it comes to Janet Jackson. Does everything include... Um, like her secret marriage and right. secret baby. Does everything include stuff about like her family and like yeah, Michael, Michael and all? That? Yeah, like are we how everything are we going? Sounds like everything. I think just the literal definition of everything. I'm here for this. Okay, me too. Good job, We're Donna. Real proud Thanks. of you. We are. Oh my gosh, you're my best friend. Well, wait a minute. Friend. What? So far, the first two blind items have both been alliterative. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this a theme? Okay. I would be Sorry. I would be <laughs> careful to not to not get too excited. Right. See, let's That's do another one. <laughs> There's no alliteration in this next oh, one. Sorry, Sorry, Steve. Alliteration, the repetition of consonant sounds, assonance, the repetition of vowel sounds. That's just an added fun fact. Gosh, you, you are so smart. Oh, I'm so glad you came in today. You guys. Thank you. <laughs> Try this celebrity gossip mystery. This potential game show host got $500,000 and a first look deal to walk away from a certain game show. <gasps> mm, is this Steve's buddy? Is this Mike Richards? It's not. No, I'm okay. going to. Is it Mayim Bialik? It's not. Ooh. Is it Ken Jennings? It's not. Ooh, oh, okay. wait, wait, it's uh, another game show? Is there another game show? No, 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 no. no. You guys are. Now, think about somebody. Okay. okay. Who was maybe had their hat in the ring okay. to host a certain game show? Oh, and got it. Headlines Aaron last. Aaron Rodgers. No, no, nope. The other one. And headlines last week on Friday afternoon said this person has moved on yep. from their dreams of hosting and is now working on something else. Got it. LB. Love our burden, butterfly in the sky. Yes. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So LeVar Burton got half a million dollars and a first look deal to walk away. That's amazing. From hosting Jeopardy. Listen, you guys, I want to get paid a half a million dollars to say no to something. Okay. I can think of so many things I'd say no to for less than 500 grand, too. I just love it. Like 500. Period. I would say no to some stuff. Like, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Wow. Okay, wait, really quick. I just, before we do another one, I do have to read this email from Becky who said, I enjoy Steve being unblinded by the item today with DeVal. I think that's because so people reviews sense, are coming in. Well, that's great, but Yelp scores up. I think people sense my confusion. I did Hollywood speak it. That's a whole different one thing. time yeah. and was really confused the whole game. Oh, so, that's a different kind of game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is just real straightforward. I like it. The other Ooh. one made me uncomfortable. Let's do another one. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. Colleen, Donna, Steve are solving this one. Apparently, the world will have to wait a long time to see just how much money was left to this dead royal's illegitimate children. Ooh, Prince Philip. Yeah. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Another alliterative answer. Oh, my gosh. Prince Philip PP. That's right. Because, you know what? On his birth certificate, it said Prince Philip. It probably actually did. Yeah, right? They called him PP back in boarding school. 
Steve um, is very excitable. All right. So Thanks. that's Morning. shocking. So and new. <laughs> let's fill in the blank here. So apparently the world's going to have to wait a long time. I believe about 90 years. Yes. To see just how much money was left to Prince Philip's illegitimate children. You all knew that that was the deal, right? You all knew that well, that's why they were like, we're going to. So yeah. Much. When they were like, we're going to have to keep this thing sealed for 90 years. Like, that's aggressive. That's, that's trying to hide some stuff that we don't want floating about. Yeah. Oof. So we're, we're going to have to wait 90 years. Guys, no, and we're going to be dead. So yeah, that's, that's rough. Gonna. <laughs> My consciousness is going to be uploaded into the singularity. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm oh. going to stick around for the hot goss. You know what I heard? Unrelated, but I think, well, kind of related, that uh, they think that the first person to live to, I think it's 150, has already been born. That's wow. bonkers. That's a, Now, that's a salacious headline. That is. That is bonkers. That person... It wouldn't it be great if they knew now? Like right. they'd have so much. Oh my no. gosh! No, be one of your know. kids. I, that's no. true. Would Although the way that they do die. parkour, no, I don't know. No. No. Wow! Now no. we're doing. Would you rather? Uh, yeah, Can we do one? <laughs> Let's more. do one more quickie. All right. One more celebrity gossip mystery. The love her or hate her former A-list celebrity has a PR team that has her A/B testing to see what the public likes more. She wants to be back in the spotlight, so one day it will be wealth and private jets and vacations, and the next it's sympathy while also showing luxury, and she's spending a lot of money for this advice. Ooh. Did you say former A-lister? Yes. It's a lover or hate her? <sighs> yes. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Hmm. Sorry, just um, wanted to say something. No. Is it an uh, A-literate? I'm going to throw a koosh ball. Ooh. <laughs> no, but is, that, is he on Like, Could it be like Ellen DeGeneres? It could no, be, but it's not. It's not. Okay. No, think about somebody who wants to be back in the spotlight and had a fall from grace, specifically on social media. Oh, oh Chrissy oh, Teigen. That's it. Seriously. You were last. But it's I just want you yeah, to know. No, but it's a group. Yes. No, it you're wasn't. Though. Though. You, were, you, you lost. You get you were last. Time. You get you're bronze. Last. Same exact time. That's right. Bronze is still placing. Yeah. That's again. I'm a bronze I'm medal podium. parent, so mm-hmm. you know, as long as I can be up on the podium, that's right. I don't want to win. Set the bar low. Yeah, there you go. That's, <laughs> that's why we do midday that's radio, why we, guys. Exactly. Trust us. <laughs> Nobody cares. That's why we're here. Yep. We can get away with so much. You, I mean, the morning show, Loche, they have that's to talk to management. No, 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 we're just here under the radar. That's right. Solving celebrity guys. Hey, that was mysteries. fun. I would like we for you it. to both come in again another time. Okay. We'll, we'll make yeah, an agreement to do so. As soon as possible would be yeah. lovely. Thank you. Let's shake on it. Thank you. Okay, um, Holly Roberts is throwing Sit cameras down. around. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got to get the Cobra gang together after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers on vacation. Holly Roberts and I are hanging out with you. Just hanging. We've got our buddy Brian at the controls. And uh, you know what we got to do right now? We got to solve a mystery or just really talk through it. Uh, we got to get the Cobra Gang together. Whenever there's trouble, we'll down the double with the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with Come full circle on this story. Okay. About Lady Gaga's former dog walker. Okay, we haven't talked about this in a hot second. I feel like it's sort of like fizzled away. Like last we heard. Okay, so just to get everybody up to speed, uh, Lady Gaga's dog walker was shot yeah. by people who ended up stealing her dogs. And then uh, he wasn't hospitalized, and there was a reward for the return of the dogs. The dogs ended up being returned by a person who was adjacent to the people who stole them. 
And then the next thing we heard, and actually, frankly, the last thing we heard was her former dog walker was starting a GoFundMe to cover medical expenses, to which many people said, hey, Lady Gaga, you had that reward for your dogs. Why don't you throw some money at the dog walker? So that's where we were last I remember. Where are we today? Yeah, so that's where we were because we talked about this story, and specifically I think we framed Lady Gaga in our D-bag of the day segment because it was like a lot of people was like, Lady Gaga. It would be really easy for you to just make this go bye bye in the car car. To make this go bye bye in the car car. Yeah. Pay Ryan Fisher, who was your former dog walker, because he's going out there and he's talking about things. Yeah. Because the GoFundMe that was started for Ryan Fisher, it was started for him a forty thousand dollar GoFundMe because he felt abandoned and unsupported after the shooting, mm-hmm. and as a result, he wanted to get an RV. And go on a on a quest across the country driving in this van. And he was very vocal about feeling abandoned and unsupported. He did an interview with Rolling Stone this summer saying he was going through hard times with his near-death experience. And uh, some believe this quote of being unsupported was Lady Gaga not supporting him mm-hmm. in a way perhaps that it was like, hey, this person almost died walking your dogs. Maybe you want to help him out a little bit. Don't know what the arrangement is. Uh, it, Ryan Fisher said he had long bouts of depression, so, uh, doubts of self-pity and all this kind of stuff. Well, then we just then it just kind of went away. Yeah, it was like poof, gone. Yeah. And, you know, and at the time, too. Some people close to Ryan Fisher were talking in detail to tabloids about how unsupportive Lady Gaga was in as far as some of the bills, the medical bills that Ryan Fisher was facing as a result of almost losing his life because of gunshots. Uh, Another source said that, you know, nobody came to see Ryan. Uh, He said in the hospital when he was dealing with this and apparently there was an assistant who handled Ryan Fisher's finances and said that they submitted an invoice to Lady Gaga, but they were met with resistance about covering these medical bills. So there were people talking to the tabloids about a month ago um, and that uh, this source told, told Rolling Stone magazine back in early September that, quote, it quickly became clear that Gaga's team only expected to support Fisher up until the time Lady Gaga returned from Italy around three months after the shooting. So basically people saying that Lady Gaga was not really supporting this guy in the way that uh, perhaps one superstar should. Right. Because this person was put in this position because they were doing some jobs for you. Right. Now, but wait, there's there's more. more. So we missed this on Friday, Colleen. We really weren't paying attention to it. But over on CBS in the morning, I can't remember what they call themselves mm. now, CBS Mornings, they aired an exclusive interview with Ryan Fisher. Oh. His first interview since the attack. Oh. And he is praising Lady Gaga today. Oh. Insisting that Lady Gaga has helped me so much following the shooting. Now, he sat down and talked to Gail King, a lovely conversation that happened in the park, and he said of his GoFundMe, that $40,000, that 
he wanted to raise the money because he didn't want to keep leaning on Lady Gaga for financial support. Oh, that's a different message. Yeah, it was, in fact, that, you know what, Lady Gaga was such a giver and very supportive of his journey that he didn't want to financially burden her anymore. So that's the reason why he started that GoFundMe page. Not because he was feeling abandoned. Okay. When one senses a change in narrative, as we are sensing right now, one must ask the question, what is the factor that we did not see that occurred to change this narrative behind the scenes? Mm -hmm. Because unquestionably, the earlier narrative truly did sound like Lady Gaga was not helpful. She abandoned him in his time of need. Yeah. This narrative is decidedly different. Oh, that Lady Gaga helped me so much, and she's been a friend to me. This is what he told Gail King. And then, not only was he not abandoned, but Ryan Fisher says in this new interview with CBS that my family was flown out, and I had trauma therapists flown to me, and I stayed at Lady Gaga's house for months while friends comforted me and security was around me. So completely doing a 180. From it's a thing whole that, different story than the story that was told to Rolling Stone at the beginning of the month. Can I just also add this to the pot to discuss? Yeah, sure. Add. I took myself over to um, Ryan Fisher's dog walker uh, to his GoFundMe just to see, like, where are we with this? Mm-hmm. He's raised $45,602. There are recent donations that are listed. In fact, it says six people just donated. Now, I don't know what that means, but what I do know is it's still possible to donate to this GoFundMe. It's live. It is definitely live. Mm -hmm. It is not shut down. You can still put money in the kitty if you'd like. And it appears as though people still are. Well, that's really interesting. It's just all of it. I don't. That's what interesting. Do you, what do you. And that is a Minnesota they, interesting. Yeah. Actually, as recent as two days ago, uh, somebody not only donated, but also wrote a note in the in the comments. Hmm. Holly, what do you make of this? Well, I don't necessarily know what I make of the GoFundMe being live. Other than the fact that Ryan Fisher is still open to donations if you feel like you want to uh, support his RV journey. My whole read on this and my solving of this mystery is that Lady Gaga's people were like, Ryan Fisher, yeah, you need to go in the press and you need to make this right and you need to frame Lady Gaga in the correct light. I don't know what kind of financial con- things were happening in the background, but I do know this. Lady Gaga has a big movie coming out on yeah. Thanksgiving. House yeah. of Gucci. Yeah. Know that she's going Which to Which is push- what she was filming, right? right? When when this all happened. Yeah. That's coming out at Thanksgiving. Knowing very well that she is probably going to be pushing really hard for an acting Oscar. Yeah. She wants all bad PR to go out of the way. Yeah. And that means close the loop, Ryan, with Gail King, Ooh. respectable journalist. And so we can move on. Okay, stick a pin in this too. Watch for her her media around that. I bet nobody asks her about this. Yep. Done. Oof, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the show that you haven't watched yet that you've been meaning to watch? 651-641-1071. We'll talk about it after this.